My name is Eddie Pettis. I'm from Eddie's Rod and Customs, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and you're listening to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. I'm Steve, here with Chris. How Yo. are we doing? Oh, we're doing great, as always. All right, it's a nice afternoon here at headquarters, and we are delighted to have today's guest calling in from... Was it Cedar Rapids? Yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Cedar, yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Welcome to the show, Eddie Pettis. What's going Thank on? you. I'm uh, honored to be on it. Yeah, yeah. man. Well, we, we've, we've talked about it the last few times I ran into you, and uh, I'm glad we made this happen. Yeah, for sure. Just wish it could have been there in the nice warm weather. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just pretend. Pretend. Yeah, I'm excited. He's one of the younger guys we've talked to. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, no, I and mean, we'll get into that because, for a while. So, yeah, yeah no. Um, and you just had a new baby not too long ago. Yeah, had a yeah had a new baby boy. Um, kept the generation going. He's an Edward the fifth. So fifth. hopefully he'll be a car builder too. He's wow. a fifth. That's nice. crazy. So E five. Yeah. And E five. And how old is he? Because I mean, I I, I mean, I just uh, saw he's four months. Ago, three, four months. Yeah, he's four months. Yeah. So yeah, he had his first uh, flight to California, yeah. and I think he he wanted to stay in the warm weather. He didn't like coming back <laughs> home into the twenties. So well, you you wouldn't like the traffic or the taxes out here. So you know you got to yeah. You know, I can I, I can deal with my traffic and I can deal with my taxes. So where <laughs> where's Cedar Rapids uh, geographically? Because about smack dab in the middle of the okay. country. Um, yeah, we're we're four hours from Chicago. We're close to Wisconsin. You know, we're just kind of centrally located in the country. Well, so, when was that? When I was it was that was it two years ago or would it be three years ago that I was in Des Moines? Was it that, would have been two years ago? Eighteen. It was so, in eighteen. Yep, that was cool. Yeah, and that, that was it. A forty nine yeah. Chevy pickup, right? Yeah, 40, 49 Chevy truck. Um, we named it Grandpa's truck. So that was uh, that was a fun build. That was a neat truck. Well, that was so cool we were honored to take. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, I didn't even okay. I didn't put two and two together. So I, I we doing the Boyd Coddington Memorial pick. We move it around the country, right? And um, so I picked that year. I picked Des Moines, and I flew out there. And you know they picked me up at the gate in the golf cart, and we're driving around. And I said, "Whoa, whoa!" I saw I saw the truck go by earlier, and it had our Columbus wheels on it. And I didn't put two and two together, right? So, but then I yeah. it came, it circled back around, and I said, "Hold on!" I, I told uh, I told Harry Davies, I said, "Hey, we're in the golf cart." I said, "Hey, hold on! I got to stop this truck. I got I got to see who this is, <laughs> right?" And then it's yeah. Eddie. It's Eddie, yeah. It's Eddie driving this thing, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So yeah, no, really nice truck. Yeah. And you ended up yeah, getting your cruiser on. I get chased down by by you and the golf cart. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah no, I had no was, idea you were going to be there either. Uh, well, I, you know, I was excited about the truck, but then I was excited that you that it was your truck, and yeah, that was cool. And we ended up giving them the award that year. And now that was really really cool. It was well well deserved because it was it's a really cool truck. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun build. It was one of one of my favorite trucks we built today. So you, you called cool it story. Well, yeah, tell us yeah. that because you called it, and, and, and for all of you, you can go on uh, on your website, which is what Eddie'sRodandCustom dot com. Yeah, Eddie'sRodandCustom dot com, or you can hit find us on Instagram and Facebook also under that. Yeah, because so. there's some really good pictures of that truck. You guys need to check it out. Um, so yeah, so Grandpa's truck is it your Grandpa's truck, or you just called it's it? It's actually not my Grandpa's truck, but uh, the the gentleman actually came and talked to me one day and. I had never met him before and uh, a younger guy, uh, a little older than me, but uh, had pretty good successful business and he's done pretty good for himself in life. And he came to me and he says, Hey, I got this problem. I said, what's that? He said, I got my grandpa's truck and no one will fix it. They all said it's too bad. And he goes, my family's trying to crush it and I don't want it crushed. He goes, I played in this since the time I was a little kid. My grandpa bought it brand new in 1949. And he goes, I, I want it. And I said, we can take care of it without seeing it. And that was probably my mistake. It probably should have been crushed. But really? a few weeks later, the trailer comes up and drops this just rusty, rusty, rusty truck off. I mean, there, was, there wasn't there was a panel on the truck that didn't have severe cancer rust in it. And uh, about three years of messing around with it and everything, um, it came back to life, though. We did a full Art Morrison chassis. 
um, your wheels on it, LS3, automatic transmission, did a matte gray finish, tucked bumpers, tricked out bed, um, nice kind of satin wood finish in the bed, red, uh, like a dark burgundy red interior in it. And it just, it, for some reason, it's became one of my favorite vehicles, one of the best driving, handling, looking vehicles that we built. So it's no, a lot of fun. You did a good job. And, you know, I, I was, like I said, surprised, pleasantly surprised in, of that you were, you know, I didn't put two because you, you know what the thing is like. I think that's how I met you was you just ordered wheels from me, like years yeah. ago. And you know, people tell me all the time what they're building, and I do the math in my head, and and I, I don't, I I rarely kind of see because you know, right? It for guys like you that are building these things, it takes a while. So the guy at home building these, oh. it takes years, and then by the time pictures come out you kind of forget about the stuff or what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's hard to place the vehicle, the build, everything like that. Cause if I would have showed you any pictures, it would have been a rusty truck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you wouldn't have seen it done. Yeah. So. No, that was cool. So it's like, uh, when I, I saw that thing, you went by me in the parking lot and then I saw you in the fairgrounds and that's when I stopped you. But yeah, that was, that was a good truck. And then, yeah, that was, that was a fun show. Yeah. And I didn't expect to see you in Iowa either at that point. We're, we're a long ways. My yeah. road trip to uh, California and back to Pomona and back was four thousand miles, two thousand each way. Whoa, whoa, yeah, that's so. Yeah, we're we're a ways out here. <laughs> we're kind of out, we're out here a little bit, but yeah, that was a good trip. Yeah, I went to. It's worth it in January in Iowa, though. I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, so. and you know what? Uh, we did a podcast earlier. Where we brought that up because it's like. That show is a great show to go to. It's one of the best shows in the country. The Pomona. Uh, the Pomona Grand, the Grand National Roadster Show. Yep. And then for everybody else in January, in every other part of this country, I mean, come on, let's face it. I mean, if you're, if you're east of the Rockies, it's it's a it's it's kind of a rough time, right? Weather wise, so yeah, you know, that's why we get so much work done this time of the year in our states, is because we can't go out and have a good time like you guys can. Yeah, we so. don't get, we don't get a lot done, Eddie. We're over here messing around all the time. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're, yeah, right. We're probably gonna take the my, day off. And my go to best the... friend, my best friend lives in L.A. and I give him a hard time. I'm like, dude, can't get anything done. It's too nice. You can't want to work at all. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, oh man, it's cold here. I need a sweatshirt. I'm like, it's cold. It's seventy. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, like well, we're probably actually now that I think about it, Steve, we're probably Steve and I are probably gonna go biking in the morning and probably uh, gonna go. Body, body boarding in the afternoon tomorrow. <laughs> maybe skiing at night yeah, yeah maybe you probably will <laughs> probably yeah. see, see you guys aren't gonna get any work done <laughs> no no it's not very productive. you think it'd be you think this weather's good be productive no it's the other way around yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but you know what i could no, tell you what if it was that nice here i'd be going doing that in the morning too yeah it's uh well it's it's good in that sense and but uh yeah i mean i don't know i can't really complain too much uh, well, let, no, let, let, I don't complain too much either. I like Iowa. Iowa's a good place. It's a good. You know, your home of, is where you're at, where your family and people are, and that's what's important. I, I, you know, so far, I mean, the people I've dealt with in Iowa. You know, even the guy that does uh, a lot of our graphic work, um, Brad at Podium Inc. Um, he's out in Mount Air, which is. Uh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, he's he. It's a small town. I mean, seriously, you go there, and it, it's like uh, his town looks like like the back to the future it's got the town <laughs> the town hall with the big clock in the middle yeah. and then all the shops around yep. it and that's it and it was funny because i i went out when i was out there i went to go see him and i have this little mevo camera which operates off wi-fi and all this other stuff right and i wanted to record him and i driving around his small town because he <laughs> he grew up there the thing wouldn't work and he goes no he goes chris no nope. it's like a vortex of just just weirdness right like you know anything with new technology does not work here so no shit i i called him because i was i got once i got to the interstate and was heading back to des moines the thing started working and i'm all you'll never guess this this thing started working because i told you i told you yep but yeah there's town squares every town in the town of iowa pretty much every small town you go back to them they got a courthouse in the middle the clock up in it and a square that goes around it your little shops yeah your, that, that stores, your little mom pop right. stops what's that popular design yeah. back there yeah. yeah no it's it's seriously yeah yeah i mean that's yeah and the whole state of iowa is built in a grid system oh, so so it's even um yeah. yeah east west north south so it fits all that kind of stuff so 
Yeah, that's why I trip about a trip out about Orange. It's got like all these streets. That kind yeah, of go air, flowy, you know. Yeah, well, like Orange that. County is ba- Orange in L.A. It, it is that way. I yeah. mean, streets go east, west, north, south. It, it is yeah. a grid out here, gridlock. Gridlock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gridlock. But, yeah, I, you guys can have the good weather, but you know what? I can get to work in eleven minutes. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. How far away are you from work? Um, probably ten miles. Which is equivalent to what two hours near your guys' time? <laughs> well, let's see. Depends what time. <laughs> the, the commute from Whittier to Orange was seventeen miles, and it's uh, was well, it'd be anywhere from twenty-five to thirty minutes, or after six thirty in the morning, fifty minutes to an hour. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. And, and so I, I can a do it on bike. In our town is getting stuck at a stoplight. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can get to work probably as fast on your bike, can't you? Well. You know what? Yeah, I mean, maybe fifteen minutes longer on my bike, you know, than than a car, and during traffic, obviously. Yep. But yeah, yeah, that is a good thing about out here. We can, I can, I can bike three hundred and forty days a year, you know. Yeah. But no. Um, well, see, fat tire bikes are bigger out here. Everyone bikes in the winter time with the big fat balloon tire bikes. Well, then you you just invest in uh, winter clothes and and. Uh, you know, yeah. rain gear. So are you are you are you still riding a lot or not as much or? Ah, uh, not as much. Not since the little ones. Not since wife's been pregnant. And the little ones been born. I've kind of been putting it off a little bit. I need to get back to it. But yeah. I, I sure enjoy riding it. So it's fun. Yeah. So yeah. one of these days, you guys are gonna have to come ride rag ride with me in Iowa. Yeah, so. sounds fun. I'm ready. I am ready. I'm yeah. ready to get. That's. I mean, I, I I've talked about it many times. I just need to need to figure out how to pack up the bikes, the road bike and the mountain bike, and just get out on the road and go travel, yep. you know. We get so wrapped up in car Actually, shows and stuff. You know, we all have other hobbies. You know? Yeah, we try to anyways. <laughs> well, let's talk about how you got into this, yeah. you know, yeah, your, how your hobby turned into a business here. An interesting story because uh, you started pretty much out of high school and opened the company with your father, uh, Ed, I guess, would be yeah. the third. So, but you were yeah, already yep. building, you were already building cars from like the age of like 10 or something. Yeah. So, uh, so my dad had been a mechanic his whole life and cars have been everything. So my dad's had hot rods in the garage and Corvettes and Impalas and we never had a lot. We always had to buy one, sell one to fix it up. But, uh, in early, early nineties, I'm going to guess, uh, I was probably roughly 10 years old and, uh, I was in Boy Scouts and I got introduced into the Pinewood Derby cars. And at that time, uh, Chris's dad was one of my biggest idols. Like I, I went to car shows since I was, uh, since I could walk, I've been going to car shows with my dad and, uh, Shazoom was out at that time. And so I, my first car at a Pinewood Derby car, my dad and I built Shazoom out of a little blue 57 Chevy slam chop top and everything like that. And, uh, and yeah, it was my first year. I can't even remember. I might even been a, what do they call tiger cub or something like that. I might not even been a cub scout yet. And I came in and I crushed everybody except for my best friend. And he <laughs> cut the pinewood derby as a wedge and painted it yellow. And it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, boring. Really? No, you got to see. Boring. You know, hey, when we're done with the podcast, you, uh, you know, you sent me those pictures but I think with yeah. my new phone, I lost him because you texted him to me. Okay. So send yeah, him to me him again to because it's pretty yeah. cool. He did. Yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> so, if you put, just... so I actually still have the car. I've kept it my whole life. And uh, I built two of them that I love. That one was for my first one. I built the Ferrari Testarossa, and I still have that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Do you know what? Send us uh, pictures of that, too. Well, because, you know, I talked to you at, at the Grand National. We've been trying to put together a Pinewood Derby out here. So we're going to, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to put it together, so, but we, we definitely would, would love for you to be a part of it. And then, uh, we yeah. want it to happen the week of Pomona, the grand national show so that we can come oh, dude, and, uh, and idea. we're on, well, we want to, we're going to, so, we're going to uh, probably do, we'll do one a little before then, yeah. but we'll definitely need to do another one that week because you know, that's a great week because everybody's in here the, the, the week leading up to the show. Yeah, Pomona's not that far. No, it's right down the 57. Yeah. So, because so, we were we were so, talking to Golden Road uh, Brewing, they bought a Pinewood Derby track. Yeah, so it's a huge brewery. Yeah, they bought their own track, and they you know they've had their own race there before, and yeah. they have a track now that you can kind of you know. Yeah, we've been talking to them. And, so Steve's been talking to them, and, and and we'd like to put an event on there because it's yeah. a cool venue, 
and you know yeah, do, little, do it as little a little, little 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 charity event and mm-hmm. get some get some hot rod builders involved and yeah we might have to have yeah. two classes i think we should do a little fun yeah <laughs> what's that well and i think the hot rodders need two classes i think we need and uh a boy scout level class where it has to meet all the criteria yeah but then we need an open class oh yeah 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 Yeah. because we're we're here at the shop already i've already talked to all the guys they're like we're coming to pomona the year that this happens and uh we're talking 3d printing ball bearing wheel Uh, yeah just going nuts i know Uh, we've been talking to mike curtis about it and he's already he's like no i'm 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 putting one in my cnc Okay. All right. Okay. Here yeah. But to make the level a little fairer, I do think we need to have like the open the Boy Scout manual yeah. up, follow the rules, the, the weights, yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got to have we got to have one of each. Well, and, and I'm bringing the 57. Yeah, no, that would be awesome, right? <laughs> no, and and you know it started we started talking about it because uh Brad at Podium Inc put on a, a Pinewood Derby and, and he, we start talking about that. I was like, dude, I want to do one of those because you had sent me the pictures of yours. And it was kind of like, well, uh, this conversation was going on around the same time. And I was like, we need to do that. So we've been talking about it a while, but we're going to get it done. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll do I a little like test it. run and then we'll plan a bigger event. Cause that is a good idea to have all the guys come out oh, that week, killer. maybe like on the Thursday. Yeah. You know, well, we can do like, we can do a buy-in, find a charity. And everyone, all the shops do a buy-in, everything like that. All the money goes to a charity. We do a big fundraiser or something. Oh out of yeah, it. be kind of fun. In yeah. the venue is the venue is amazing. Yeah, we would have a whole like space reserved for us, which would be plenty of room for like the whole crew. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're oh, that'd be is, awesome. This is it. Yeah. We're done. Done deal. Yeah, because when they had it, they had the guy that the done timer deal. that they could hire, and then they also had the guy that came in and did uh, work there on the spot. So if like you needed adjustments to get your car to spec, he could do it. Yeah, yeah, because my car came. Nice. In heavy. Your car came in heavy. It, you were trying did. to cheat there, Steve. No, no, I just uh, <laughs> a- added a little too much to the back, and I had to take like four ounces off. It, so four two. ounces, jeez, <laughs> I know that's a, that's real heavy. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you were cheating. Jeez. One of the guys that works like one of the guys that works like my dad always kept adding more weight, more weight, more weight. He goes, I always had to drill. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my guy drilled up pretty yep. good. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, that's fun, man. Because I think the last time I did a Pinewood Derby, I, I was in Indian Guides. Oh wow! Yeah, back okay. in the yeah probably late seventies, early eighties, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's fun though. <laughs> That's some fun stuff. So, so basically, okay, we talked. We're, we're back. We we, we went. <laughs> we went. We got off on the Pinewood Derby yeah. tangent, we, but yeah, we got a little off subject a little bit. But that's, but that's right. right. It, it brought it full circle still. So so cool. have have so w- once you got into a paying job, was it all? Has it always been building hot rods? Well, so, yeah, so what happened was uh, high school and me didn't get along the greatest. Uh, I enjoyed skipping and having fun and hanging out with the older kids and, and doing my thing. And so, you know, my, my old man and I sat down and talked, and he says, you know, what do you want to do with your life? I said, I want to work on cars. I want to build hot rods. And so he made a deal with me. He said, uh, he said you figure out your stuff, and you go to school for it, and he goes, I'll sell my shop. He had a repair shop at the time. He goes, I'll sell my shop and I'll help to start a shop. And so uh, I found WyoTech, Wyoming Technical Institute, and uh, went to WyoTech, um, did very well. Did night classes through that, had a kick-ass roommate that helped keep me in line with homework and stuff like that, and uh, did did really, really good through WyoTech and and really enjoyed it. And so uh, when I came back home, uh, it would have been mid-2002, somewhere in there, my dad said, all right. And he put his business up for sale. We built a building, built a shop. Um, just the two of us at the time, I ended up hiring my best friend on at the time. He was going to school to be a conservation person, um, DNR, stuff like that. I convinced him to finish that schooling, to build hot rods with me. And, uh, the three of us started and we had a lot of doubt, doubters, everyone in our town, you know, no one supported us. My dad's friends didn't support us. All kinds of people thought we were nuts. Um, but we pursued through that. And so we've been open 15 years now and nice. we're up to 12 employees and yeah, just Mike still work with me. My dad's still there. My brother actually works there. My mom does books. Yeah. My wife helps with books. So it's a family. Affair. Uh, our daughter awesome. son, come hang out. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, one of my body guys, man, his son's at the shop every day from three to six. 
Nice. So they don't have a daycare person. So I let him hang out up in the front office. So we're a very family oriented business. You know, we, I'm, I'm very easy on my guys, but we just, we all love hot rods. We all could do things that would make us more money, but we all enjoy what we do. I think every single person in my shop loves to come to work. No, that's awesome, man. So, well, we, so yeah, I've been, I've been blessed. No, that's good, man. And you know what? I mean, you know, you've, the the quality you put out i mean you're you're a younger guy in this in this business you know relatively i mean compared to some of the guys that have yeah, been around for yeah. 20 no. 30 years you know but you've kind of you know over the last few years you've put some good put some quality builds out you know yeah um, we've we've been we've been really blessed man like i could say we're we're pretty honored to be competing and at the level with the people we looked up to i mean of course your dad um you know chip and Troy and Brizio and Alloway and, you know, Ring Brothers and stuff. You know, I mean, we've we've been able to be around these guys and meet these guys. They've mentored us, and they kind of welcomed us into the hobby. And, and we, as a younger group of guys, I mean, I'm the oldest. I have one employee older than me besides my dad. He's he's in his early 50s. I'm 37, and everyone else is younger than that. I mean, half my half my shop's under 30. So no, That's cool. Because you're what? So, yeah. How old are you? Would you say you were 30? 37. 37. Yeah. 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 And I mean, um, so you were at Wild Tech. You're, what years were you at Wild Tech? Uh, full year there. So I would have been late, uh, late 2001 into late 2002. Okay. Okay. And then after that, that's when you opened so, the shop. Yep. So I came back home. Um, it took about a year or so for my dad to get his business sold. We bought some property, built a building. I worked at a body shop in the meantime, and uh, that body shop owner loved it. He loved hot rods, so I just sat there and worked on his cars for a full year until I opened my shop. And and then uh, yeah, started with knowing just about nothing. We had a 7,000-square-foot building with one ball-door grinder, a small toolbox, a Miller welder, and sawzall. Nice. And we took a 49 Chevy coupe and cut it to heck. It was rusted out. In Iowa, we get a lot of rust. Winter times, we use salt. <laughs> yeah. So, so rust sucks. <laughs> like, uh, I'm kind of moving out off of that stuff. But so we spent a large portion of our life, like our whole team, honing in our skills on repairing rust, making cars look like cars again, which kind of sucks. It's not really the like the fun part of it but i think it's actually gave us like an advantage over a lot of shops like you guys in california you get to start with a rust-free car yeah. and then you get to move forward well we have to make the car look like the car again before we get to move forward so it gave us some skill some skill that we wouldn't have normally got you know a lot of fabrication time a lot of structure time figuring out how the cars worked so oh that's awesome man what what do you th what would be what, so you mentioned that coupe that you chopped up what would you say was the the car that brought you the most attention, which kind of changed the game? For um, you? So we through the years we've had a few cars that drew some attention. Um, two thousand, let me think about this. About two thousand ten, we finished a Volvo military vehicle. It was pretty cool, drew a little attention. But at the time, we were so small and so broke, we could never really travel around and get our name known. So that kind of car just stayed local. It gave us some local attention. Um, then shortly after that, we finished up a Lakester, uh, a two-passenger Lakester that was based upon like a 50s vintage-style salt flat car. Okay. That that drew some attention. We sold that at Barrett-Jackson. Then kind of we hit this low. Uh, Iowa had really bad flooding. My parents lost their property. Our our repair we do repair also. Our repair side of the business slowed down. Everything. We kind of all went into a funk in our shop for a little bit, just doing mundane, just kind of normal stuff, moving along. And in 2017, it would have been closer to 2015 when we started. I I met a new customer who gave us the opportunity to build the probably the biggest car that we built to the point. We called it Split Second. It was a 63 Corvette, had your wheels on it, and uh, it was full Art Morrison car, full custom body panels. There wasn't a panel that wasn't touched, touchscreen dash controls. Uh, we did a really cool one-off injection system, six-speed. We took a Select 6 in the Legend Cup. We took GM Design Car of the Year. We took Top 10 Battle of the Builders for that car and a lot of numerous little cars. And so that was kind of 
the turning point for us. And 2017 was a big year for us. Eddie, I, I so. looked up that ride and I, I kind of read about it. And uh, yeah, it's called a split second because it's got split windows in the back, which was just that one year of that that build. Yeah, so 63 make. Corvette. Yeah, so 63 for Corvette was the first year of the second generation Corvette. And then it was the only year of split windows. So if you go split second, it basically says it's a split window second generation Corvette. There you go. It was kind of where we came up with the name for yeah. it. No, it's a great name. So. I mean, looking at the design of it, I mean, the car is just flawless. It's so beautiful. And it's like kind of like your dad's build, like where your eye just kind of flows, where it doesn't yeah. fixate it's on a, one thing. It's a nice car. Yeah. Because it, you, you, yeah, you went to Battle of the Builders like two years ago with that, right? Yeah. So uh, 2018. Yeah, uh, was it 2018? Yeah, all my years are mixed up. No, 2017, we did the GM car design, uh, GM design car of the year at SEMA, and then Battle of Billers uh, top ten that year. Okay. So we were on the podium for that in 17, and then 18, we came back with a a little we called it low standard. It was a a 32 Willys that we turned into a miniature semi tanker truck. Yeah, was that so? That so, see, I lost track of time because that was in 18. Yeah, that was an 18. Oh, I know wow. my years all blend together <laughs> now too. Yeah, because <laughs> my was... years just fly by as fast as I can. Yeah, that low so. standard, that, that that little thing, that little setup was was pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah, that was wild. Hey, that was fun. Um, Eddie, we kind of like enjoy building weird things. Yeah, that's yeah. well. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, I'm looking at your featured cars on, on your website, and was uh, Sugar the one that you're talking about the Volvo uh, uh, vehicle? The t- yeah, yeah, that one I think was a r- roughly, roughly around 2010 or so, maybe even a little earlier than that. We built that one, yeah. the Suga they called it. It Suga, was uh, Suga. it was a Swedish military vehicle, and uh, they nicknamed it Suga. Suga stand, stood for pig or sow, and the military said it looks like a pig. And if you look at it, it looks like a snout coming out, a big pig body. Yeah, it does. And uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So our, our website's probably not updated as much as it can hey. be. We uh, we finished up another one this year too. We did a, another fifty six volt version of that same truck, and and it's pretty awesome too. We we gave a little more modern, or a little more modern twist, and a little more kind of the build like we're moving ourselves into. But that's a pretty fun car too. Well, let me ask you a question: Who does your photography on on all those builds? Um, I got a buddy uh, in town. His name is Brian, and he owns a company called Fuse, Fuse Box Studios. And he's been doing all that photography for me for years. Well, you know what? Smart so. move because it's consistent. I mean, it's it's like yeah, look, they're all done in the same lighting. Yeah. You can tell it's all studio shot. Yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. Really good, dude. Yeah, I, I like the way. Yeah, he's it's he's presented. a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Thank it, you very much. And then my my best that, friend that actually lives in L.A. is the one that does the website. So oh, right on. He's one of he's one of you Californians. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's he's cool. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> we're riding with him tomorrow, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's. Yeah. We're going bodyboarding with him and, and riding uh riding mountain bikes tomorrow with him. So I'm yeah. sure you probably are. I think. Uh, I think the other day he sent me a picture and he was in the. He was like hiking at the original Bat Cave, which oh, is really? somewhere around you guys. I guess. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. He sent sent me a picture. He's like, "Hey, check it out. It's the original Bat Cave." And a picture of him there. And then he sent me a picture of, like the original Batmobile coming out of it. Oh, that's. Bitchy. He's like, "L.A. What do you expect?" Yeah, I wonder where I that's like at. Huh. Maybe Vasquez Rocks or something like maybe yeah. somewhere out there. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're gonna go find it tomorrow because <laughs> we don't feel like working tomorrow. <laughs> we'll call your buddy. Up I'm gonna go we'll into go- my nice warm shop and get some work done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Twenty-nine degrees. Uh, that's cool, man. Well, yeah. you know what? It's it's uh. Yeah, it, I mean it's it's been exciting to watch because you know, like I said, you started out as I mean, for me, you started out as a customer, you know, um, yeah, yeah, and and we just kind of now friends. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like <laughs> I it, think at least I'm your friend. I don't know if like well, yeah, back, but I'd say you're my friend. You're my friend. No, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's you. You, you know what? You're just, you're a super nice guy, and it's just like one of these things where you know, um, and we've had many conversations just about business and life and biking and and just you know. It's not just uh, – it's cool. It's not just about like, hey, your wheels are ready. Can you pay your bill? You know, yeah. it's like – you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like, hey, what color do you want these things? Okay, bye. No, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Well, it's kind of it's kind of what the hot rod industry is to me becoming. It's pretty cool. Like, you're, it's your second family. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, and that's how you can tell, like – you know, we I talk to people all the, all the time where you can tell people that are in it because they're – 
they're in it because they they love it, and there's other people that are just in it because they're just like this is what they're doing to make money, you know. So yeah, yeah. But Trust it, me, it's not about the making money part. If I can figure that one out, things would be a little easier. But well, it's about because I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I mean, you know, same boat. I mean, you know, it's 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 uh, sure. I mean, I could probably there's other things I could do probably make more money, but I wouldn't have half as much fun. Nah, I wouldn't have. Oh yeah, talking to half as many cool people as I do, I wouldn't be doing podcasts. I wouldn't be, you know. It's Cross, like, uh, corporate Chris I would, would mean no bike cor- riding, no, Chris. Yeah, corporate Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no taking days off to go bike and board. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> corporate right? Eddie would be depression. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not anything I would. Anything I would enjoy. Like my wife jokes around. She actually loves this hobby too. She loves coming to car shows with me. It's funny. She calls it her circus life because we travel <laughs> around the country. And we, we set up our little circus. We see our family, our friends, everything like that. We break it down. We go home back to our regular life. We go back to our circus life the next week. And she loves it, though. She, yeah. She's got all her little girls and people that she goes and sees and at all the shows. It's pretty cool. Oh, I'm sure so. you look forward to seeing old friends and, like, going, like, oh, we're going to Wisconsin. Let's go eat at that rad restaurant. And, like, you know, just having those experiences. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and it. Dude, it makes it so much better, right? When the wife is into it and she's yeah. like, "Oh, where are we going? You know, oh, we're gonna go to Nashville this June, or we're gonna go, you know, to L- oh January, yeah, we're gonna go to Grand National. I mean, and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it may- yeah, it is. It's pretty darn awesome. Yeah. And you know, my daughter's starting to want to get into it and bringing our son around. Like I told her, I said, "We're our son's coming to the Pomona show." I said he's four. He's gonna be almost four months old. We gotta get him into this. So she's like, "Yeah." So it was pretty cool. She was game for it. So they they flew down. I drove. How old's um, you, how old your daughter? Um, she's nine. It's it's my stepdaughter, but yep, she's nine. She's nice. been around since she's one, and she's like my daughter. Man, she's awesome. That's cool. She's she's one of my best friends. Well, so and when you can, she's uh, yeah, when you can get the kids into it, man, that's that's another game changer too. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So, but my problem is I'm, I'm getting her into the cars and she's like, we're talking about her first car already at nine. We're driving down the road. She's like, I want that one. She points at like a Mercedes G wagon or that one. And she oh, points at like yeah. a Lexus LS long. I'm like, no, honey, we're kind of like a Honda Civic or a Honda Accord kind of family. No, yeah. I like that Ex- one. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> no, I deal with the same stuff. I got a 14 year, soon to be 15 year old and a 10 year old. And yeah. Same deal, you know, of all the, uh, you know, I don't know. She did the oldest one said she wants a, a four wheel drive uh, Tacoma, which, okay. I, I guess that's the, all right. That's the middle ground right. for me. It's like, yeah, but you're going to be yeah. shuttling us on bike rides. So, you know, watch, 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 watch what you wish for. So, yeah, nah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's what, awesome. What's your next show you're going to go to? Um, uh, we're going to go to world wheel Chicago. Okay. When's and that? that's always a fun one. Uh, that's like the second or third week of March. Okay. I should know my dates better, but they all blend together. And then, uh, the following week after is one of my favorite shows. It's actually in Toronto, Canada. Whoa. And it's the Toronto Motorama. And this will be the third year we've gone in a row. And it's a small little show. It's easy going, but the Canadians are so much fun. They're relaxed. Like it's an indoor show, but it's the easiest move in, easiest move out. I've ever been at a show before. It's just a lot of fun. Nice. So and that's, 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 that's a cool one. That's how long is that going to take you to get there? That's fourteen hours. Well, that's so not, that's it's not, not too bad. bad. I do that no, in a day. It's actually not. Yeah, not too bad. Because yep. it, it's got to take yep. you how many hours so, to get to California? Because you've done the California trip a few times. That's got to be all closer. To 30. Yeah. So this year was horrible because I thought nothing but truck problems and weather. Yeah. So I don't know. We were on the road for like a total of like fifty hours. Whoa. But Normally, I can get to you guys in 30. I had a stretch that on the way down there this year that we were going, it took four and a half hours to go 45 miles. It was 30 degrees, and it was raining on us. And if we stopped, we were going to get covered with a storm that was going to last 12 hours. And we knew all we had to get was 45 miles to get out of it. And uh, every truck stop was every truck stop was packed. Every pull off was packed. Every hotel was packed, and we were just in these huddles of semis going anywhere from two to seven miles an hour for four and a half hours. Whoa, yeah. Because what? um, Yeah. Well, when when did you come out here and stop at the shop? That was two and a half years ago. So that was sixteen. 
was the first time I stopped at the shop because uh, the Corvette interior was getting done. It would have been like Christmas time as December-ish, uh, 16. Okay. Yeah, that was so that would have been maybe just a few months after I had moved to the new shop after you in it. Orange. Yeah, because you had you were having issues with the truck, your truck then, right? You had something. Yeah, so that was that was a customer's truck at that time. We were pulling check engine lights, and then this one, I two years ago or a year and a half ago, I stepped up and bought a new GMC truck and 2018 year and a half old, and I bought lint mode for four thousand miles. We were it was brutal. Whoa. If it was anyone else but a car people, you would they would have been stuck. I, I was like, I had. I had customers flying into the Pomona show. I had their cars. There was no way I was missing it. So every, about every 150 miles, we had to pull over, disconnect both batteries, disconnect the trailer, clear out the engine codes. And, uh, and then we get about another 30 miles. And then it would tell us 150 miles. It was going to put us into limp mode. Jeez. And we did this for 4,000 miles. <laughs> I don't want to do the math, but that seems like it may be around, what, 25 times or something? 28 times you had yeah, to Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> well, one time I got stuck in Rawlings, Wyoming. Dealership was awesome. The guys were to die for. Pulled into the shop at right, right at open, 8 o'clock in the morning, right at open. Um, the service manager hands me his his personal truck because they have no rental trucks. We're in a small town of, like, I don't know what, Rawlings, Wyoming is maybe 5,000 people. I'm like, dude, we haven't slept in 18 or 19 hours. I was like, trucks are giving us limp mode. They pulled the truck in. They didn't have parts. They thought it was a mass airflow sensor. They cleaned it. They did all this stuff. GM wouldn't cover it, even though it was under warranty. They did it for free. They wouldn't charge me. The guy let me take his truck for like six hours while we went to a hotel and slept. And, uh, yeah, then go back, give the guy's truck back. Funny thing is, I'm walking through his, his his showroom of their dealership, and right behind his desk is a picture of that split second on the Snap-on calendar. No way. Really? Like, Dude, you built that. And he's like, no way. I love this car. <laughs> and then like, we took him outside and showed him the cars and our trailer and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. It turned out about as awesome as it could be. That's we got cool. another 300 miles before it started going back into effect again. Oh. And <laughs> called the dealership in California. They said we're two weeks out before we can look at it. So we limped it all the way back home. Oh, wow. We were in yeah. Tucum Carry, Mexico at 1 a.m., and it had reduced us down to 55-mile-per-hour speeds. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Pulling brutal. a 48-foot car trailer with two cars behind it, not the funnest thing in the world. Oh, that's brutal. That's, yeah. So, I mean, but... but what else to do? I mean, you you take that chance driving through the country, driving four thousand miles in January. Yeah, well, because I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it. There's there's long stretches where you're you're in the middle of nowhere, right? I mean, just yeah. coming. Because how do you come down from from Iowa? Well, how would you get to L.A. from Iowa? Is it, so uh, you know, it all 40? depends on the time of the year. Um, on the way there, I took eighty all the way to. Um, Salt Lake City, and then what is it, 15 down? Oh, 15 okay. to 10 yeah, or yeah. 10 to 15. 15, to yeah, 15 yeah. down through Vegas. Yep. Yep, yep. And so that's how we came because there was a storm down south, but the southern route's flatter, and with the truck issues, we thought we'd be smarter going that way, so we took 40. And then I like to cut, I think it's 52 or 54, which is this long, like, 200-mile stretch with nothing. And uh, I'm glad we didn't take that route this year because they had got dumped on like 14 inches of snow in like two hours. Whoa. And I guess the road didn't clear for like three or four days. So, <laughs> um, but we ended up taking, I don't even remember where we just kept chasing the storm. We just kept skirting the outskirts of the storm. We ended up going to like Joplin, Missouri, and then North up from there and came over, added like three or four hours for our trip just to stay out of the weather. Well, it's one so. thing. It's uh, that's one thing I do miss is is some of the, you know, um, is some of the road trips. Those are some of the highlights I had as a kid. You know, driving with my dad and and just other people going across the country, um, and it's just something now I, I know I need to plan for. But you know, there's some like uh, I'm going to Lone Star Throwdown uh, in two weeks, 
but I'm flying nice. out. I'm flying out there. But you know, it, it's it would be cool to take one of my uh, trucks out there. But you know, these guys, everyone's there, there's a big caravan going from Arizona. I mean, from L.A. Then Arizona. There's a bigger caravan, hu- huge amount of trucks going out from from Arizona out there. But that's a that's a long time to go. You know, and unfortunately, like, yeah. I can't, you know, because there's a lot of shows, a lot of things going on in my life. I can't take the whole week off. And then you got to come back. Right. And you don't want to hammer. That's it. the hard part. You don't want to hammer yeah, it back. That's right. The hard and, part. And do, you don't want to do it and just enjoy yourself with the show all weekend and then try to make it back in a day and a half. You know? Yeah. And that's usually how I do it. <laughs> but, but for the same reasons, you know, because I just have too much going on in life. Shops too busy, stuff like that. But. I, I'm a driver. I enjoy, I enjoy driving. So I think Google did this weird little thing the other day. It popped up and told me like how many miles I walked, how many roads, how many miles I drove, and all that stuff the other day last year. And I think I had fifty thousand miles on a car last year. Whoa! And that's just yeah, just, so, just and, and is that that's everything, right? Local and around the country. That's everything. Yeah, that's wow. local driving around the country. I mean, like I said, the the GMC I have is a 2018. Uh, bought it uh, what, 18 months ago, so a year and a half ago, and I'm at almost 50,000 miles on it. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole story to that. I mean, it's, it's for people that don't know, these cars just don't – we don't fly these cars to these shows. Yeah. You know, these these shows, these cars get driven uh, – or trailered, I should yeah. say. They get trailered, trailered. trailered to all these shows around the country. Yeah. Like you're talking about you, – so far you've mentioned L.A., you're not in the middle of the country. You're in Iowa, so you've mentioned L.A., Toronto. you mentioned Tor- Toronto. Um, you know, there's other shows that you go to. I'm sure, you go to Texas. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, of, like fifty thousand miles. That's no joke. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. But and it, I, I enjoy driving them because I, I know them. I, I trust them myself. I, I'm with the car stuff like that. A lot of shops hire drivers. Um, I'm a little small shop. I don't know that I can afford to hire a driver, but but I got a couple guys in the shop I trust too, and I can't make. A, show they take it but most of the shows my wife and i hop in a truck and we take off and we go so i, I made it's, many it's part trips. of the part of the thing yeah there's a picture uh, on our website there's a picture of me next to my dad's first car hauler it was like this uh it was a c10 with a like a, a, a sleeper up top but with a car hauler in the back it fit one car and it, it eventually i think it, it burnt down but I, man, we, we must have made as a family, we must have made three or four trips to Texas. You know, I remember uh, delivering Jamie Musselman's yep. car a couple times. Um, yeah, no, I was some really good memories. You know, and it's it's it, like it's it good. is the memory. It's part of it's part of the whole thing too, though. You know, it's part of the package. It's part of the the, the car show experience. You know, people give you a hard time say, "Oh, you trailer this car." Not tra- I'm not driving a half a million dollar car from Iowa to California in the dead middle of the winter time. I'm sorry. I'll pull it out and drive it around the town well, <laughs> once we get there. But yeah, especially you know what with I the mean? stories but, you just said about the storms and avoiding storms. Yeah, it's no, I get it. You know, but but it, it is part of the experience. It's it's uh, it's fun. It's a good way to see America, right? I mean, I like it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Like, I like seeing the different things, stopping different places, taking the pictures. You know, yeah, like you said, I think as I get older, I want to try to take a little more time on these trips, maybe take three or four days to get to California instead of a day and a half, two days. <laughs> but, you know, see a few more things on the way. But, well, you know, but as, that'll come with time. Yeah, and as the kids get older, it's fun. I've taken my kids, you know, we've, we've, ta- we've, we've rented the RVs and gone to car shows, good guy shows. You know, and, and gone up the coast and just made a trip out of it. You know, it's fun. Yep. It's yeah. We're talking about doing that this year to Colorado. Uh, it's over my wife's my wedding anniversary. We're talking about taking Junior and our daughter and hopping the car a few days early, taking our time to get to Colorado, go to the Colorado Good Guys show, and then take four or five, six days to come home, check things out, go different places on the way home with the whole family. That's in September, so, right? September. Yeah, September. When's your anniversary? September 10th. Oh, cool. September 9th. I lied. 10th is my birthday. Hey, September 9th. My wedding anniversary <laughs> is the 9th as well. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll have to remember to text you. Yeah, sounds good. 
Yeah, no, it's always a bummer because it's like September 11th when you when you go on your uh, anniversary trip, all that's on TV is September 11th yeah. memorials. Yeah, understandable. Try not to look at that. Yeah, it's understandable. Yep. It's just when you go on your anniversary trip, just don't turn the TV on. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah. So. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, because like I said, a lot of fond memories just cruising around America. You know, and that's yep. that. That it, is that that. Yeah. You know, and especially like, um, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of as you, as we get older, we we fly into all these places, but you know, um, you know, because because of time, right? Talk about the time constraints. Time's the biggest battle I think in my life of everything. Right. It doesn't matter with family or work or anything. So think about it comes this. Down to time. Yeah, think about this. I think. Th- it seems like I ran into you last week, but I think this Friday it will have been a month ago. Right? Are you serious? That's crazy. Right? You're probably right. When, yeah. When yeah. was the Grand National? <laughs> what was the date of the Grand National? The um, 18, well, maybe three weeks ago. No. Yeah, it was at least three weeks ago. I, I'd have to look at the date. I can't remember. Like I say, my days blend together. I don't even... If I'm at work six, seven days a week, it's not unheard of. So they days just go. <laughs> well, what what are you? Uh, what's can you? Is there anything? Uh, what's in the works right now that you can talk about? Um, I don't think I have anything super secret. So um, we got a really killer uh, forty-one Willie's Coupe getting finished up. Nice. Um, this has been kind of a longer-term project. We've had it in the shop for about four or five years, but uh, the body guys told me. They're expecting to spray Monday, so we're excited on that. Wow. So all steel body, Art Morrison chassis. Um, but they got a supercharged small block Chevy in it, a little traditional engine in it, which is pretty cool. Um, should be a nice, nice car, dark green, uh, kind of a traditional looking. So that'll be popping up soon. Um, got a really, really, really wild Chevelle we're building for a guy right now, doing astronomical amount of body mods to it. 1300 horsepower twin turbo LS3, uh, carbon brakes, traction control, wow. really killer roadster shop chassis underneath it, independent rear with cantilever or nice. push rod, whatever you want to call it. So, what, yeah. What, what then, year uh, is that? Another uh, 70. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, I don't want to be known for the 63 Corvettes, but I we got another one. really wild 63 Corvette going. Yeah. So, this will be. We finished a really nice one in 17. We finished one, I guess, 19, and then we'll have one, hopefully, 20. So um, this one's pretty wild, though. This has got a Steve Morris supercharged LS3 in it, 1,000 horsepower, uh, R. Morrison chassis, carbon ceramic brakes, Brembo carbon ceramic brakes, traction control, ABS. We built a really, really killer one-off wide body for it. So we've never been a big fan of all the wide bodies made for the Corvettes too dramatic so we wanted this one really subtle so we actually took and started the wide body in the middle of the door and worked it gradually all the way to the front fender and around and did the same thing on the back so we're going to be about three and a half inches wider than stock but I'm hoping the average person can't tell oh that's awesome so, that's all, yeah. are you, now are you got you uh, on your social media you, you post in progress of some of these projects uh They've been a little bit behind on them. Um, we've been kind of just sandbagging them a little bit so that when we get a little closer to the end of the project, we can kind of bump them up a little bit. But, yeah, yeah there's a few pictures of them. Understandable. So, yeah. So yeah. what what, tre- what what excites you as far as future, you know, trends happening now or, or, or future trends, you know? Or, yeah, where do you see this going? Yeah, what, where, you know, because, you know, you get some of the older guys – they're they, stuck in their ways. They're stuck in their formulas. They're stuck in their ways. You know, you're still yeah, at that. Yeah, that's, that's hard to break. Yeah. That, that's that's hard to break. I mean, all these customers, a lot of these customers I have have been 15-inch wheel guys, this, 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 this. But we've been we've been blessed enough that we're kind of moving towards the high-end cars and kind of staying in that way. I, I still try to be clean, even though – I know right now really popular is being edgy and wild and stuff like that. And some of my customers are pushing me a little more edgy than I've always been, but I've always been notorious for trying to build a clean, simple car. It's something that in the industry, it's always been 
talked about as a Boyd car, Boyd gaps, Boyd car, clean, simple, your dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's not an easy car to build, you know, that's always been something that's been passionate to me is if you can make it look simple, it's probably really tough to build because it's easy to bolt anything on. So we still stay towards that clean, simple. We try not to do a lot of the trendy fatty stuff. We get into it a little bit, you know, everyone wants a few things here, an iPad and the dash or something like that. But a lot of the hot rodders think I'm crazy, but I think the future is import cars. Okay. I think I, I've been raised around, my dad was a Japanese car mechanic and I've been raised around Hondas, Toyotas, Nissan, Subaru, all that stuff myself. And I really think the future's in the sixties and seventies, Japanese cars. No one really builds them to the level of hot rodders do. And I think you could build a really clean, super nice Datsuns and, and Mazda Cosmos and uh, Nissan GTRs. And you could do it more hot rod style. And I think I'm kind of excited about this, this stuff. we got a few, my old man's got a Datsun 510. We're hoping in the next few years to build nice. and, uh, and do it a little different. I don't want to be the tuner style with the bright oranges and the pinks and the fittings and things like that. I want to build a hot rod style, but a really simple, clean import car. No, and and you know what I, I think that's great, and I I see it. You know, we we we've been making uh, Porsche wheels, you know, for you know, three fifty six and and uh, mm-hmm. you know, early nine eleven stuff for a while, and those guys because the value of the cars was so high, it's it, they were, you know, it's tough for them to actually think outside the box, you know, because they don't want to mess with something original. But I really like some of the outlaw Porsche stuff. Some of the yeah, Rod uh, Emery. Like yeah, I think he's I, I, he's on he's on cloud nine right now. He should be, you know, he's getting a lot of attention and oh, the yeah. outlaw Porsche is killing. Yeah, because Rod runs our wheels. We we do some special projects with him. Um, but yeah, that stuff. I, I mean, still have that Porsche that you used for one of your advertisements is my screensaver. You know, it's on funny. the back. I still want to build that car. Yeah, so we unless had, someone's already done it, but. No, dude, we had Chris Horton. That's a rendering, okay? That's not even a real car. Yeah, we had, I know. We, asked, we had Chris Horton uh, do that for us, and he hit it out of the park. And I've had people – I had one guy in particular go, listen, I'm having a, I'm having a 356 uh, meet, and I want to have that car there. Who owns the car? Do you guys own the car? I need to have that car at my show. And I was like <laughs> – well, you're going to need to call Santa Claus in Fantasyland and see if he can, maybe he can bring it down to you because well, it's not a real car. Give him my phone number and tell him to have me build it because yeah. that's still literally – I look at it Dude. every single morning and I say I'm going to build this exact car Dude, it's so awesome. Someday. It? That's, that's such a – Yeah, it is. It's it just was I, – I, all I wanted was something cool, a 356 coupe that was slammed with our, you know, our replica wheels on it that we could promote the wheels on and – Nah, it's such a cool, it's, you know what? Yeah, um, that is cool. So I think that world's there. And hey, a lot of it, that, it goes towards you guys. Like, so my, my best friend, Greg lives in LA. He says, dude, I love hot rods, but he goes, where the hell am I going to put one? He goes, I have to get my wife out of the car before I pull my garage so that the car can pull far enough to the right for me to get out. He's like, I'm on. And he ended up buying a BMW 2002. Yeah. You know, he's like, that's the kind of car I can drive. I can park it. I can put it somewhere. I can't drive a 70 charger in LA, right? Yeah. you know, and you go to Toronto, Canada, it's the same thing. There's no way to park. I, I had my big diesel truck there last year trying to go to this really cool little restaurant in downtown. It took me 45 minutes to find a parking spot That's to funny. put my yeah. truck because no one drives vehicles like that in big cities. No. So, you know, I mean, if you really want to drive it, I think you need to come into a new world. You know, I mean, hot rods are there, but well, I love 30s cuts. That's where I was born around. All the 30s cars. Hey, 30s cars aren't there anymore. You know, I mean, you got some people spending money on them, but it's not where the money's at. Right now it's in the 50s and 60s and 70s cars. Well, what's going to happen when those run out? It's it cycles the generation around. that it, it all cycles yep. around. And you know what? We're, we talk about it a lot, especially on the podcast, but we, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, where the, the electric technology is going to go. When the battery technology just kind of, you know, gets – better it's like memory cards you know like it's yeah. like memory cards remember like zip drives you know yeah. zip drives were yep. were the size of were the, what's that was it 100 megabytes yeah zip drives came out and it was a game changer because it was like the size of a, th- a three and a half inch yeah. disc drive but it held it instead of what 
what 512k <laughs> it held 100 megs and yeah, you're like holy huge, shit huge. Yeah. now yeah uh, on something that you you will lose you can't even see the writing on it yeah it holds what, 128 gigs or like or, something or, or, or yeah, half a terabyte or yeah. some shit right <laughs> yeah so, you know a ter you could get like 12 terabyte in like a business card size thing now you exactly know? Like, so yeah. so <laughs> what i'm getting at is you know what it, it, it would be hard it, it, well you could build like a little 32 roadster or something electric um you know but you don't be able to put a, enough battery packs to get you about 100 miles or so maybe, maybe 200 but it, yeah it, as that technology progresses that's going to rejuvenate you know some these kids that go that's a cool car but i can't put my electric deal in there well we just sort I'm, of i love electric idea i think it's a cool i think it's a cool i think it's going to be cool in the hot rod world you're right oh, batteries is. is the problem well we uh, were working on a set of wheels for a guy that owns a charge uh, electric vehicle charging company, and he's putting in uh, an, a nine a nine twelve. He's putting an electric motor conversion in there, and you know those things came stock with eighty eight horsepower, right? So let's think about this. Yep, it's only going to add. I think he said something like two hundred pounds to the whole car. But he's going to have it at 350 horsepower, you know, that's a, crazy. A, equivalent. And it's a bolt in. Well, that's the cool part, dude. And not only that, but you can move the battery packs around in those cars to distribute the weight evenly. So, yeah, that's a game changer. I mean, you talk about a car that only had 88 horsepower stock. Now you're going to have, you know, what's the car going to be? I don't know, 2,000 pounds. 2200 pounds yeah. like it's not a, yeah. it's not a heavy it's car not. at all right i mean I, and i'm sure people listening to this that are porsche fanatics are gonna go no you're totally off it's 2500 pounds <laughs> whatever guys yeah it's, you're, you're increasing the horsepower by like you know how many percentage Jeez, from 88 well to icon's been on that they've been they've been putting the tesla drivetrains in those uh derelict cars you know, oh, last yeah. couple of years. Oh yeah, no, they've been doing a good job with that. You know, I'm more of the, yeah. the I'm more of the guy that's like, you know, I I always, uh, you know, think about the. I'm sure. Have you done the K1 speed uh, uh, electric golf uh, electric golf cart electric go kart track deal? If you haven't, no, I haven't. If you haven't, we're gonna do oh. that, and we're gonna find a city. We're gonna go to Good Guys Car Show in that city. We're gonna go, and we're gonna go. There's a first place trophy right behind. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Proud. Gonna, by the way, I'm a first place winner <laughs> of the, uh, uh, Curti- the, the the Curtis Speed Hot Rods by Boyd annual uh, uh, annual uh, outing to K1 Speed here in Anaheim, and I'm I'm the winner. By the way, reigning champion, right. reigning champion. But what I'm getting at is, I, you know, you don't need to put all the bells and whistles in this stuff, like all the navigation, all this computers and iPads and all this shit. No, let's put an electric motor let's make a thing a hot rod let's strip it down yeah you know, let's let's put a bitch in dude hopefully somebody out there is listening to this and th- thinking fuck yeah well That's yeah i'm ready to build one Everybody's uh, thinking, fuck yes. did, you, did you guys watch the super bowl i don't i'm not a big sports person but i kind of watch most of the super bowl i saw some commercial where that new hummer is supposed to have what a thousand horsepower and some stupid like five thousand foot pounds of torque or oh, something yeah. i don't even remember what no. it was but I mean, that's what's crazy about electric engines is the power levels. We think hot routers are putting a lot of power in engines now. Electric engine just shoots all that stuff out the window. Oh, the, I mean, and, the, the torque, it's just, it's insane. I mean, I, I, I've told this story many times. People can probably get bored of it. But the same weekend I went, I, I, I rode in a, a Tesla sedan and I went in a Dodge Demon. <laughs> I remember that. Two, two very fast cars, two very different experiences. And, it's gonna be hard to replace the rumble and the and just the the straight up just scare the shit out of you Dodge Demon experience. That demon was gnarly. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty wild. But yeah. then you know you got the Tesla just instant, you know, throw you back in the seat. Just instant torque. Oh, just so you know. Okay, but I don't think it's. I don't think that. I don't think you have to replace the other one. I think there's always gonna be the room for the hot rod, but there's also room for that new new style and to change up a little bit to do something a little bit out of the box yeah and i'm excited to see where it goes you know i mean i mean you know. industry spawn man 
it goes where it needs to go. The cars go where they need to go, and the people know where they need to go. You well, know what I mean? I think you've, we think we've already set your, your next project, Eddie. It needs to be some kind of th- <laughs> 30s hot rod, electric-driven, that just blows the doors on anything gas. Yeah. There you go. All right. Sounds good to me. The, I like well, it. Hey, well, only one Let's, stipulation. One stipulation. <laughs> He's got your wheels there on. There you go. There we go. Hey. Oh, and, right? and he's I got that on. one. Yeah. There's, got, there's got, not. There's yeah. not a. There's not an issue with that one. No. We can make that happen. Yeah, we didn't rehearse so. that at, at all. So and I'll was... make sure that they're, they're the best ever, lightweight, and all that stuff. Yeah. You know. All right. No, that's, I love it. Sounds yeah. good, man. No, I'm excited because huh. I, I think that you know I think we're going to see a lot more of that. I mean, like. I've talked about it before. There's next door. They're right. building a '59 El Camino yeah. that the, some guy bought, and he just wants an electric conversion well, on the thing. You need a new set of rims, and we need to call them the Idaho Sevens. Idaho Sevens. Yeah. What's that? It's another hop. What is it? Yeah. No. Oh. That's a very obscure hop. <laughs> no. See, uh, we're, we're, Steve, uh, you know, I, I've been into beer for a long time, and I've named a lot of wheels after different hop varieties. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So. That's like huh? the, the Columbus wheel. Now the Columbus wheel is a two, two, yeah. twofold meaning. Um, so the the Colum- the Columbus uh, wheel is the Col- there's a very popular you know bittering hop called Columbus, which yeah. is a staple in the okay. beer. But it's also Columbus, as in Columbus Good Guys, one of the best shows out there. Yeah. So yep, yep. It's got double meaning. Cross double meaning. For Perfect. That. So I don't know if you're a big I like big, it. big beer drinker, but um, I like my beer. I do. So I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest connoisseur, but I'm a I'm a big amber fan. I'll taste just about any amber and try them all. Well, so. okay. if you know what kind of beer you like, you're already in the right direction. So yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, because me yeah. and Chris yeah. are, are tropical we, IPA we, guys. We live in beer beer uh, central yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring my wife along with you. She's she's the She's the connoisseur. Oh, she, nice. she doesn't drink a lot of it, but she super likes all. She tries every single beer she could possibly try. She likes all the micros. Well, stuff if she like likes that, the circus. So. She'll love hanging out with us two Cir- clowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. right, perfect. Hey, when are you when are you? Gonna I'll be, let her know. When are you coming out to California again? Um, unless something comes before Pomona next year, probably Pomona. Okay. Well. So. Well, we're gonna. Um, I think we're. We're going to plan that. Yeah, we're going to do the Pinewood Derby. And I, I like the idea of having it the same week as Grand National. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we need to get you out of your few days I early. Think it's a, yeah, I think it's a good thing we get out there, and then a lot of builders will be there, and we can make, make a big deal out yeah. of it. We can do a pretty cool fundraiser. Dude, or announce it like six months in advance, so everybody's got a chance to like really build something killer. You know, like, we're going to yeah. announce it 10 months. I think we just announced it I, 11 I, months in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, don't don't make our time too much earlier. Just you yeah. know, like we're, we're our time's flying by already. We're already a month past. No, so don't give us like no. One I mean, month. I mean, yeah, like I said, it was like a, like a month ago. I saw you, and it's, it feels like it was a yeah. week ago. No, but we'll plan it. I know it's we'll, pretty... we'll get something going on, and then uh, are you going to be bringing anything out to Grand National next year? Um, I'm hoping so. I'm going to debut that Corvette at uh, SEMA, and then I'm hoping that I'll pull it to Grand National too. And then that Willie's Coop, I'm hoping to have it at Grand National too. Nice. So, if the customer will allow me to take it. So. Well, I definitely we need to. Uh, well, I'll catch up with you at SEMA for sure. Perfect. Because I don't know. If and I'll, maybe this summer. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, what good guy shows are you going to hit up? Because I'm kind of still working my my schedule. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to be at Del Mar. I'm going to be at, in Nashville. And then I'm kind of open the rest of the summer. So I know I'm going to do Raleigh. I know I'm going to do Des Moines. I'm going to do Columbus. I'm going to do Colorado. Um, We're going to probably do back to the fifties of Minnesota. Trying to think of what else we're going to do right now. So I got a couple world of wheels that I'm doing. We've got the Toronto show we're doing. So then that kind of starts to knock at least one a month out already. So right on, man. Right on. Well, you know what? I really appreciate uh, you taking the time out to talk to us. Yeah, this is a great podcast, yeah. man. Oh, no, man. Thank I had you. a blast. Thank you guys well, for we're, having we're me ta- on, I'm, man. I'm gonna, yeah, so. dude, really. Uh, we'll be talking because uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting excited about this Pinewood Derby thing. Well, I think this is the first time we've had yeah. Ed, this is the first time we've had Eddie on, but I don't think this is going to be the last time. No, because yeah, dude, Eddie, we love your energy. We we love what you're all about, dude, and you're you're just uh, dude, you're, you're the dude. What you're doing, keep doing. And likewise, guys, I appreciate everything you guys got, and I appreciate the support you guys give me. And it's it's an honor, man. It's it's a fun time. So I'm welcome to come on anytime you'll have me yeah man well we'll definitely be following up with you for, for sure yeah and hopefully i'll uh i'll just stay in touch with you because hopefully we can catch up throughout the year <laughs> yeah you know um yeah, yeah. and yeah. we need those picks and we'll have some projects coming up too yeah so. don't yeah. forget to send us the pics of the of the and you know i want to see the testarossa too <laughs> yeah. that, that's that i mean the the shizum is it, i've already seen it and i know what that looks like it was awesome but the testarossa i want to see yeah. that too I'll get up to the attic and I'll go through my boxes and I'll find it. So. Right on. Well, everybody follow. Uh, All right, man. Yeah, uh, it's Eddie's Rods and Customs dot com. Eddie's Rod and Custom. Eddie's, Eddie's Rod. Rod. There is an upholstery shop that's Rod, so it's Eddie's Rod and Custom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, and then follow him on Instagram, and, and he's on Facebook and all that. Yeah, see what he's got going. He's got some amazing uh, bills he's working on all the time. Uh, he's got some amazing bills he's done in the past, so definitely check him out. Um, man, Eddie, any last words to our, our listeners? Oh, uh, thanks guys for listening to me. I hope you guys had a good time with us. So right on, right on. Well, uh, Chris, cool. uh, yeah, let's sign off here. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Eddie. All we're, right, guys. We're Talk out. To you guys soon. You guys yeah. have a good one. All, All right. right. From the Bye. HRBB Talk. headquarters. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next time.